Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody, it's Joe Trippy. Welcome back to a special Tuesday episode of That Trippy Show. Uh, this one will be pretty quick, but I just want to dispel uh, <laughs> a lot of concern out there about this in another it, you know, Paul asking the wrong questions at the wrong time with like no real reason to do it. Other, I guess it gets clicks and everybody upset. So the New York Times, Siena Paul released, uh, has just been released with, you, you know, another shocking uh, Joe Biden's uh, numbers are low. Uh, after our show last week, where I pointed out how Democrats have some really good chances to win this fall, many of you sent this New York Times poll in and asked what it all means. So Alex, how do you want to get into this one? I think you just hit the nail on the head. I mean, I can run through some of the top lines, but for those of you who haven't seen it yet, the New York Times dropped a new poll out that shows that I think 67% of Democratic voters or primary voters would prefer a different 2024 nominee. There's a whole bunch of other underlying stuff in there, but that's the big one and the, the headline they're running with. Joe, you said they're asking the wrong question. Can I just point out that if you asked everybody, would you like chicken or something else for dinner tonight? Lots of people would pick something else. It's like, this is one of the dumber questions that you could ask in 2022 about 2024. But I digress. Go, go ahead, Alex. With No, with, no. With I was just saying. So why is it so dumb? Because it, it, asking people today what they're going to do in 2024 is like if you ask people a month ago what they were going to do today, would they, would they have any way to know? I mean, we don't know. Uh, is inflation up, down? Are people uh, in their jobs? Is COVID gone? It's just a really... Look, we know that Biden's job approval is low, right? First of all, as I've said this before, everybody, there, who in America, who, who anywhere over the last two or three years would sit there and go, yeah, life's been great for the last two years. It's been wonderful. It's not going to happen. Are we in the wrong track or right track? Of course, we're on the wrong. Everybody's going to say we're on the wrong tra track. People have different reasons for saying that. But, but to ask Democrats today who they perspire, who would they prefer in 2024 to be an, uh, for the nominee? And by the way, who cares? I mean, like to be up, oh, worried about it. What, who cares what the answer to the question is when it has absolutely no impact on today in 2022? And, it, and by the time we get anywhere near 2024, these numbers are going to change a hell of a lot. So, you know, it, it's one of these things where, yes, Oh, job approval? I get. It. Hey, what's what's Biden's job approval? Okay, it, you know it's in the 30s. We know that. We also know Fetterman's up. We also know 
that uh, the race between Abbott and Beto is closing, despite uh, Biden's numbers. So I don't I don't get the fixation with it. And I don't get, um, you know, Democrats every time one of these things comes out suddenly going into, oh, my God, the sky is falling. It's not falling. It's been his approval has been where, you know, in the 30s now for a while. It's it's I think, uh, again, it's the press interested in in trying to, you know, basically fall into the conventional wisdom that a midterm first that a midterm is always a referendum on the president. And this one, I think, is not turning out to be that way. I've talked about that in the last podcast. But secondly, OK, hey, how do we, they're, they're, you know, basically, how do we create a um, Democrats wringing their hands and, and arguing with each other about, uh, you know, about these Biden numbers? Right. Uh, and I just think that's like crazy for Democrats to do. We should train our fire and our attention on telling people that the Republicans are the ones that are holding everything up. It's the it's the MAGA people that are holding everything up and stop this like focus on what Biden's numbers are, who how many uh, Democrats want Joe Biden in 2024. Uh, First of all, Biden is going to decide whether he's running or not. So we'll get we'll get to your reaction. I know you were interviewed on CNN today. I think uh, Edward uh, Isaac Dover's piece, which I'll get to in a second. But before he quoted you, he quoted Ro Khanna and I thought our friend Ro Khanna, and I thought his reaction was was really interesting. They asked him if he'd run, and he just shot it down immediately. He said, "Absolutely not. I plan to support Biden because of the danger that Donald Trump poses." I certainly would not do anything to weaken him, and I hope no one well, else will do anything to weaken him. No, but it, I, that's true. And I think Gro is smart and doing the right thing by just laying the facts out that way. But the, but the bigger point that I, I want to make is Biden's approval is over 70 percent with Democrats. OK, that's it could be higher. It, it, it may well be by then. But forget about Oh, this percent say they don't want him, or that percent of young people don't want, yeah, whatever. The reality is, when you put him head to head against Trump, he's up. Yep. He's, that he was beats buried, Trump. But it's 44, 41, I think, in this poll. Yeah. 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 So he, he beat Trump in 2020. And by my view, he was the only Democrat who could have defeated Trump in 2020 that we, that, that we had out there that, that was running. Oh, what do you want for dinner tonight? Ah, I like something different. I'm not sure I want the same thing that I, I've had the last 20 nights in a row. Okay, got that. Uh, but by the way, if you have to choose between Biden and Trump, what are you going to do? Biden. Okay, so that's what actually kind of gets to my whole point. We don't know who who's running. We don't know whether Trump's in jail or whether Trump's the nominee. We don't know what we know is that Biden is governing with no Senate because the Republicans will not pass anything and will stop everything that they can, the Republicans in the Senate and the MAGA crowd. So uh, we can all get into why his numbers are low or whether they'll improve from here. I believe they will. 
And if I'm right about the proof, first of all, the bigger take is that nothing that's going on with Joe Biden in terms of how many Democrats want him to run again in 2024 has anything to do with what's happening in 2022, including, by the way, in the last podcast, we talked about this, that for the first time this this cycle, Democratic focus and interest in the election in 2022 is higher at 92% than Republicans. That's the first time this cycle. So how do you, does anybody want to try to square this? It's the way to square it is none of the numbers about Biden right now, particularly those about asking about him in 2024 or whether somebody's going to primary him or any of that stuff has any relevance at all to what's happening in 2022. And it's not holding down the energy that's out there that was probably caused by Roe, by the court in Roe, a decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Uh, it's, it's definitely, I think, also been caused, that energy's been caused by the hearings, the January 6th uh, Select Committee hearings. Uh, and it's not just with Democrats, but independent uh, interest has uh, has increased a, a bit, and obvious, and also the numbers of independents and uh, Democrats who say that the Republican Party right now, when you look at which party's more corrupt, more immoral, um, and a bunch of other uh, uh, factors, uh, I'll pick the Republicans as the one that's the most corrupt in the that is uh, on like almost two to one uh, number. So th- it's this. that's what I'm saying. Biden is uh, the president. He's going to get a lot of this blame. A lot of the, the, the uh, people being unhappy about the last two years of their li- lives, including uh, inflation uh, now and, uh, you know, another war with, you, you know, you, Russia invasion of Ukraine, all these things. They're legit. I mean, who who would be happy? And the president's going to get a lot of that flack. But I don't think in the end, just as his numbers have declined, I think there's going to be lots of reasons to believe two years from now that we're not going to be in this economy, et cetera. But forget that. I, I understand I'm making the case. I hate it. it his numbers will be better. Well, let's let's get to that for a second because this is you making the case now. What? So you're talking about two years in the future. I want to go back forty eh, two ish, maybe forty three years, and the reason why you were uh, talking CNN this morning. So everyone right now is looking at an incumbent president and saying, "Man, we got to bail on this yeah. guy. We got to primary this guy." You did this. 42, 43 years ago. So first of all, it's, what is the difference between Kennedy Carter and today? And two, it just seems so much more significant that you, the guy that tried to take out Carter, are now saying, no, 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 this is the wrong thing to do here. Well, I mean, first of all, it's never worked. I mean, you go back to LBJ being primaried uh, when he ran in 68. Uh, you go to... Well, on the other side, you got uh, Reagan against Ford. No, but what I point is, LBJ gets primaried when we get Nixon. Okay, let's see. Carter gets primaried by Kennedy, in which, yes, you're right. I was young, idealistic, progressive, pure ideal idealist. You know who who you, you know thought you know that I, we had to 
to take on uh, uh, somebody wasn't progressive enough uh, in Carter. Uh, you know, what we got was Reagan for two terms and Herbert Walker Bush for a third term, uh, you know, for the third term of that, uh, of the Reagan-Bush era. Then you got, okay, so then, uh, as you point out, that's how the Carter happens, because in 76, Reagan primaries a sitting president of his party, Ford, and what happens is you get uh, Carter. So every time a party's done that and had this kind of like, woe is us, maybe we should change, it's stupid. It's the dumbest thing. It's, hey, look, I learned this lesson the hard way, but maybe, maybe, you you, you know, it was whatever, 40 something years ago. So it, maybe there are a whole bunch of people today who's going to have, who have to learn that lesson in our party. who are going to have to learn that the hard way too. But there's nothing that good, good can come of it. I've said that. This is, and that's why this whole argument about, oh, he's, people want uh, the the poll numbers, you know, the the, the New York Times, the Seneca poll says that you know the, the the party wants somebody new. Good, great. Uh, uh, I'm glad they all, you know, it's a great number, a bad number, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's a murder suicide pact to switch. If he is a successful president who's successfully navigated this nation through these crises and is is rolling uh, strong a few years from now. I think Joe Biden's going to do what's best for the democracy. And if he believes that's him running again, great. If he believes it, it's to uh, move aside, fine. But the nomination, and I've said this before many, many times, the nomination in 2024 will be worth having for him or somebody else. If we start to take our eye off the ball, have fights within the wings of the Democratic Party, um, not pull Republicans and independents to our cause of a pro-democracy coalition to ensure that we win in 2022 and give him some votes in the Senate to govern and actually get things done instead of bitching about how he can't get anything done. Geez, you know, well, guess what? There's a reason. And it's not because he or that or Democrats don't want to make changes. It's because the Republicans and MAGA are obstructing at every step of the way. There isn't a vote for anything. There isn't even a vote for the 30 lowering insulin prices to, to a cap on them to thirty five dollars. The Republicans didn't even deliver a vote for that. So uh, it, this is yes, people are dissatisfied. They're dissatisfied with where the country is, with how things aren't getting done. They're going to blame the president for that. So that's why his numbers are low. But in the end, what Democrats need to do is pull Republicans and independents and Democrats all together in our cause, pro-democracy, defeat these people in November 22 so that things can get done. So that they can lower prescription drug prices, so that they can do all these things to fight inflation. I mean, and so that we can have, so that we can actually have an election 20, in twenty twenty four. Right. Then ask people who, who they want to be the nominee in twenty twenty four. By the way, the other thing I would point out is 
it, which just shows you how stupid this whole poll question is. I remember, I, maybe I'm maybe this really dates me because I think it was like 2019 or something. But but Joe Biden's top day was going to be the day he got in to the race for president in 2020. And all the polls said, you know, like he was a dead man walking after Iowa. I mean, I don't remember any people saying it's all it's literally repeating itself where everybody else was saying, oh, my gosh, you know, he he can't look at all these great candidates out there. He's boring. He's not, you know, uh, it was Guess what? Guess who's the president of the United States? Guess who more people voted for for president than anybody else in the history of the country? Joe Biden. Guess who they still vote for if it's a matchup between him and Trump? Joe Biden. So I just think that, look, we got to keep our the reason I wanted we you know, we talked about this, Alex. The reason I wanted to come on and and just get this out there is keep your eye on the prize, people. It's 2022. Joe Biden's going to do the best job he can to govern and try to still, yes, still try to pull a couple of Republican votes here or there on a key, you know, on a key issue to try to get something passed. And we can, yeah, we want, we need more action. Well, look, there's plenty of people on the Democratic Party, in the Democratic Party, the House and the Senate. Uh, who are willing to take action. They're passing bills in the House. Joe Biden would sign every one of them, but they're not getting through the, the Senate because the Senate and, and oh, the, the filibuster. We don't have the votes yet to, to do the filibuster. We don't have dem- the Democratic votes. Yeah, oh, 98% of Democrats in the, in the Senate, 90, and 100% of those in the House would like to uh, uh, do carve-outs on the filibuster. But until you... Uh, we get gain two more Senate seats, which I think we can do in uh, 2022. Uh, until we do that, we're not going to be able to do those things in the Senate that we need to to codify Roe v. Wade to do the things that we need to do. And so, look, we need to keep our eye on the prize. It's 2022. Let Joe Biden uh, uh, and those Democrats that are elected right now in the House and Senate do everything that they can to govern with a authoritarian opposition party that is trying to, at every at every level, voting rights, choice, a whole bunch of things in the court, obviously, are going to try and have been implementing a plan to take this democracy away. Well, that's what we have to focus on. That's what Democrats, this isn't about fighting between the wings of the party. That's crazy right now. And it was crazy. I mean, look, at any time, like I said, it's never worked to primary a, a sitting president or to try to change uh, nominees in, in that situation. But with what's at stake now, with what we know, what, the, what has happened every time it, that's been tried, and with what's at stake, our very democracy, whether there will even be a a, a vote, a, a, a democracy standing in 2024, where the Republicans won't have, you know, won't have a majority, and they'd have a majority of the House, they could dis, they could certify whoever they want with the way they're 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 working. No, keep your eye on the prize, kick some butt in 2022, get these um, 
get the two or three seats we can get that I think we can gain in the, the in the Senate and damn it, focus on the fact that no matter what the CW is, I think we can hold the House. We just have to they got to I've been saying this. We have to do the work, people. We have to do the work and they have to keep doing the crazy. And if those two things happen and we keep our heads in, don't get crazy and don't get uh, uh, caught up in this. Should Biden be there still or should he should we get moved to somebody else in 2024? Let 2024 will will take care of itself right now. Yeah, we may have to do a hell of a lot of work then, too. But right now, let's do the work of 2022 and win this damn thing. Joe, that sounds like a great, great place to wrap this one up. Okay, well, apologies for the rant, folks. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening to That Trippy Show. We'll be back later this week to talk more about the next round of committee hearings, answer your questions, and more. And, of course, please subscribe to That Trippy Show and leave a review on Apple or wherever you listen. You can always send us a question to thattrippyshow at gmail.com or leave us a question on a review on iTunes. Uh, Also, please remember, join the union.us. You can, uh, again, spread the word. We need more folks to join up. We're, 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 We're growing every day. But that's part of it. It's part of doing the work. Uh, Thanks for everything you do. See you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.